0: Hey guys, it's uh, it's three thirty in the morning where I'm at, and I can't sleep. And I was up, and I was um, I'm in a lot of uh, Facebook groups, um, some men weight loss ones and bodybuilding ones. I'm also in a couple ones that are about fasting, and I usually don't even talk in them because, to be honest, it's oh. Uh, so much stupidity, and I don't mean that from people who are wanting to know. I I can't take anymore, and that's why I'm like I have to fucking vent of these housewives or like whoever they are, um, who are putting these programs together and taking something such as intermittent fasting and just tweaking it a little bit. And giving just a little bit different names so they can like put it with their brand, and they're in these rooms, and then she's like, "Oh, this is clean fasting, this is dirty fasting, and this is that." It's all slang stuff, and you know, it's with uh, they hook their website up to it, and like they're all leading you to buy something. So let's be straight right now. I am not selling you anything. I have clients. I'm full. I don't want any more. I'm very grateful. Um, Many people will tell you I help them. I I help people out for free every day online. If I see someone struggling, I reach out to them. And uh, tonight, I was reading this woman's uh, post, and she's like, "I keep failing. I hate myself." And da da da. And all I saw in the whole thing was, I I fucking hate myself. So I wrote to her, and I said just what I said. I said, you know, when I read this, the only thing I see is I hate myself. And I told her, I said, you know, how are you going to win the war of fat loss when you're going into battle already defeated? And she's like, I You know, usually people don't know what to say when they meet me or talk to me. But think about it. You know, anytime you're going for anything that you want to win, if you're already telling yourself you're defeated, why bother? You're going to fail, right? So if you're just jumping into my podcast now and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, I'm really nobody, but, you know, I've... uh I ran a very successful studio here in Orlando. I had a seven-year run. um, And I uh, started with like eight clients. And at the end, we had 250 clients. A business grew from zero to bringing in, uh, I think our biggest was $270,000 a year. Um, I closed it right before the pandemic. I went back into trauma nursing, but I still do weight loss coaching and training on the side. Um, So I'm pretty knowledgeable um, with... This stuff, and I also have a medical background, and I also have plenty of people in the industry that I still work with. That if I have a question, they can uh lead me in the right direction, so that's who I am. So, a couple of other women jumped on the thread, and after her statement, they're like, just stop eating sugar. And, um, you know what, I just did, I can't believe I just did this. This has nothing to do with the podcast, my ex. Would read my text to me and put a tone to them. And it drove me insane. Just what I just did. Like, so this woman writes on this post, um, stop eating sugar. And I just said it was like, stop eating sugar, you know? And like, but that's how I, (laughs) I, I I don't think he listens to my podcast. I don't think he's smart enough, but, um, That's what I just did that cracks me up. But that's how I read it. So I wrote back to her and I'm like, why would you say that to her? You know, and I've had plenty of female clients. Women, like women, this is what you do to each other. Like you fucking attack each other and you don't fucking know it. And it drives me fucking insane. It drives me fucking insane. Why do women do this to each other? I don't understand it. And I'm a nurse and I work with a lot of women And what the fuck is with that? And um, are talking behind each other's backs. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, the woman is down. You know, like, why dropkick her right now? It just... And then I looked at the woman's picture. She should not be on a soapbox telling her not to eat sugar. You know? And... It's like, I think I was flipping through the channels tonight because I can't sleep. And I, I went, I came on, t- I don't really watch a lot of TV. Um, what do I watch? I like uh, Netflix. I watch horror movies on Shudder and I watch Apple TV, some shows, but I really don't watch mainstream TV. And, you know, I've heard of The Housewives series and I kind of clipped on a piece and I was just like maybe it was probably on for a minute but it felt like a half an hour and I was just like why would people want to watch these women (laughs) bicker? thank god I'm gay I tell you that but uh yeah I couldn't handle it if you didn't know I was gay by the way I'm gay so um and if you're just joining the podcast you might kind of float through some of the covers and you might see my butt so don't freak out but I have a cute butt for being 52 um so my point is with this whole little rant is that if you are trying to lose fat and you're depressed and you're feeling sorry for yourself and you don't like yourself and you hate yourself that has to be fixed first and so that women that women that lady came back at me because I kind of laid her out about like why would you do that And she goes um I just told her not to eat sugar and I'm like well, the problem is, is why is she wanting the sugar? You know, it's like, it's interesting because uh, a couple of months ago I was at one of the hospitals and the director asked me if I would orientate this new group of nurses. I'm like, Ugh, yeah, sure. So I was following this new grad around and we were like in a step-down ICU. The, the patients were pretty sick. And she was, you know, she she goes, oh, are you in pain? And they be, you know, we ask you ask are you in pain? And what's the pain? Is it one out of ten? But what am we, what is with me? Like my tones tonight, like that's hilarious because I don't normally do that. Um, <laughs> she would say, "How's your pain? Is it one out of ten? Ten being like I can't handle it. One's okay." And then the, the the patient would say five or something, and she would give them her max dose of morphine. And all the students were doing this. And I was just standing in the hallway with the hand in my face. And they're like, what? I'm like, why are you just giving them the morphine? And she's like, because they're in pain. And I would just look at her. And they're like, what? I'm like, why are they in pain? <laughs> you just don't give people morphine in the hospital without knowing why they're in pain. Are they uncomfortable in the bed? Did... um Maybe some stitches come out. Did you assess the area that they're in pain in? Is there an infection? Like, use your fucking brain. You know? By the way, our fucking healthcare system is fucked with these new nurses coming out. So they would just look at me and just, they pretty much ignored me and did what they wanted to. But it's the same thing. If you're reaching for sugar all the time, and if you've been listening to me, you know this. And if you've not, I'll tell you. I am the number one sugarholic. If you look at my refrigerator, I have eggs and I have nothing, nothing delicious. Unfortunately, 7-Eleven is walkable, which I've done. But um, when I've had some rough weekends, I've locked myself in here with like five pints of ice cream, right? So I get it. So if you're struggling, you're going to want to feel better. And most of the time, we reach for sugar because sugar is triggers dopamine. It's a dopamine hit. It's no different than putting a line of cocaine on a counter and snorting it and making yourself feel good, right? Some people, unfortunately, also reach for alcohol or um, a lot of uh, sex and uh, they become, and some people for gambling and addictions and stuff. And that's the dopamine hit. That's kind of a smaller percentage Um, but mostly it's sugar, and so you got to ask yourself why, and then you got to go down the rabbit hole, and you got to figure out that, or you're not going to win the race. Um, I was talking to one guy tonight, and I'm like, I think out of, I don't remember the numbers, I think it changes every time I tell this story, but like out of seven years of clients, I've seen a handful succeed, and I've seen hundreds fail, hundreds fail, and I can tell you everyone's names who killed it um but the ones that failed were just like um what's that word called when you in the war where like thousands of people go down like they were just casualty wow that word came my 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 neuron just fired that's awesome um there was they just went down they never came back and my theory is that um, the more luggage you have, the more trauma you have. Um, I remember a couple clients specifically, uh, mostly because they wouldn't shut up was, um, you know, their, their husband left them. Um, the kids hated them. They lost their job. The, the husband married a younger woman. You know, they needed a psychiatrist. They didn't need a trainer. And that's a fine line. Most trainers know that. But, I'm not educated enough. And that, I'm, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you guys, by the way. Like, I know my shit, but I'll also be the first one to tell you, like, I don't know that. And I'm not gonna pretend I know it. I am not a psychologist and I don't know how to fix someone's brain in therapy. And that's what you need to do. And so, if you're really struggling and you keep failing and you feel like you've got just too much darkness and you can't get out, you need to go talk to somebody. Um, just jumping into another, uh, weight loss program or trying intermittent fasting or keto, you know, it isn't going to help you. And you got to be careful because it's a billion dollar industry. And just like that woman on that Facebook page tonight, trying to sell her little intermittent fasting package and turning it into her name, I wanted to punch her in the face. It's just like, it's, it's just, um, it's rape. It's wrong um intermittent fasting is nothing new and it's not rocket science and they're they're trying to make it so confusing so and by the way i threw my program out there for free it's so simple so if you back up a podcast it's called um intermittent fasting simple or something it tells you where my meal plan is at how to do it what to do it's not rocket science guys um Her program was like clean eating and dirty eating or something like that. And I looked at her list and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it just blew my mind. Like, you can't have cupcakes and you can't have pizza and you can't have this and you can't have that. And it's just like, they're not fourth grade. Like, it just, it was so degrading the way she was putting it to these people. And I get it though, because sometimes these people, um, they don't want to listen. But if you treat them like they're kids, that's not going to help either because it's going to uh, – you can't talk down to somebody. It's going to make them feel worse, you know? Um, one of the biggest things I learned – I don't know where I learned this, but it really stuck with me. Um, and to be honest with you, I really didn't start implementing it till recently. Was – I had a, a patient that um, – came into the hospital I was working at and he was 37 and his sister found him upstairs in the bathroom on the toilet and he had a stroke and he had a heart attack. He was in the ICU for three or four months and then he was extubated. He was given a trach. He was moved to the step down. And uh, to be honest with you, we don't see many people leave um, when they come in with that kind of diagnosis. And he was doing better, but he wasn't doing that well. And um, I hate to say this, but it's true. Nursing these days, you can't give every patient what you want to give. And so not that these OR listen to me, but the way I do it now is like I, I pick one patient a day that I think really needs me. And the rest are just paperwork. And I, I felt like this guy needed me. And so I walked in his room, and he knew me, but he was trached. He couldn't talk. And um, I closed the door. And at that time, actually, he had, a, he had a passing mirror valve, which is actually you can take the trach out, and you put this little cap on their trach, and they can hold it and talk. And this is the valid point I'm talking about is I pulled the chair up. Next to him at his level. So he's laying in the bed. The bed was elevated up, the head of the bed. And I pulled the chair next to him. So I was more eye level. I wasn't standing and looking down at him. And I put the rail down. And I just looked at him. I'm like, how you doing? And he just started bawling, just sobbing. And uh, I just said, it's okay. You know, it's, it's understandable, man, you know. And he's like, I haven't talked to my wife. And he's like, I'm scared and no one explains anything to me. And so I kind of grew, I grew attached to him and I really wanted him to win. So I went against the hospital policy, which I thought I was getting fired for. And, um, I called his wife on FaceTime on my phone so they could talk. We're, We're not allowed to do that. And, uh, I closed, he held it and I closed the door. And I'm like, if I, I acid, if the man just walked by, I got to take that phone right away. And they laughed. And then so I closed the door. And so I had him for a couple more weeks. And then he was actually flying, we were in Orlando. He was flying to California. And um, we were getting him ready. We were doing, uh, we were putting him in the chair for six hours because we had to get him ready for the flight. And he was having a hard time with that. But um, he got to California, okay. They sent the CEO a card saying that um, out of the whole staff, out of the whole time he was there, I was the only one that treated him like a human, and thank you for letting us use his phone to FaceTime my wife, the fucking CEO, so she pulls me aside. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to fire me. And uh, she closed the door, and she's like, you know what? She goes, sometimes the rules need broken. And she's like, that was awesome. And they actually did, like, this big announcement in the huddle in the morning, which made all the nurses hate me more. But um, my point with that is, like, if someone's down, guys, you know, and everyone's down right now. Like, I I said this in the other podcast. I have friends right now that um, I think I've lost forever. Um, it kind of makes me want to cry because they've lost their jobs. They've lost their income. They've lost, um, they've lost everything, you know, and, um, I don't know how to help them. I don't know how to help them. And they're drinking all the time now and they're numbing themselves and they're, what are they doing? They're grabbing sugar. Some are having a lot of sex. Some are, you know, um, doing a lot of drugs. Because they want to feel better. And they're going down that fucking rabbit hole, which is so easy to go down. So, you know, if you're going down that thing or you feel like you're at the bottom, um, one, get some help, right? And ask for it. But the first thing you got to do, the first thing you got to do is eliminate toxic people out of your fucking life. And you might love them. And... It might be a dysfunctional family member or it might be someone that you're a partner with. Um, I just went through a horrific, horrific breakup. Um, and I had never in my life, life loved somebody as much as I love this guy. But I have never in my life met somebody as toxic as he was. Um, and I still battle with it thinking... Did I make a mistake, but I know I didn't, but he was bringing me down. He was killing me um, the lies and the manipulation, the constant criticizing, and the way he treated me like shit didn't appreciate me, and I found myself questioning my worth, you know, and if you have people around you doing that to you, especially if you have more than one constantly kicking you you're how are you going to get up right? Um, you know, in closing, uh, by the way, I really haven't talked about this a lot, but I'm actually filming a documentary on my life. If you don't know me, you're probably like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. But, um, I had, I've been, I've done some pretty cool stuff. So I'm kind of just putting this documentary together and it might be the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen, or maybe it'll do well. I don't know. But, uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, cameos in it from people that have really um, been staples in my life, from my best friend who is getting married to my sisters to my one of my yoga instructors. And I talk about two of them a lot, Alex and uh, Tyler. And if you've not done yoga, we were in Shavasana one day. Shivasana's at the end of class when you're laying there trying to meditate. And he said... I want you to, you know, float to the ceiling and look down at your body. And he paused. And he said, Now stop criticizing yourself because there's people out there already doing that for you. So why are you doing it to yourself? And I thought that was one of the most powerful things he's ever said in any class. And I'm just going to. Nothing I'm saying to you guys is like new. It's like it's been regurgitated from somebody else so that I learned somewhere else. So, um, you know, that's all it is. And hopefully I help somebody out there. If I did, let me know. If you think I'm a dick, let me know. I'm sure you will. But um, you got this. And you just got to step back and look at the big picture. And when you're emotionally involved with something and you're actually emotional um, which most people who are have a weight problem are because we eat we eat our emotions right. Uh, if you did look at my picture, I used to weigh two seventy five. So um, you just got to figure things out. And in closing, one more thing I want to say that drives me nuts, and it's on an earlier podcast, but I've been seeing this so much in in the threads. Stop using the word diet as um, a temporary means. Meaning. And I love this line. You'll, you'll probably hear me use it many times. If you go to the zoo and you're taking a tour and they say, oh, there's a giraffe. The giraffe's diet is a tree. Why in America do they say, well, if they're in a diet, they're going to starve themselves and eat like a rabbit for three weeks to fit into a bathing suit for spring break. And then they're going to gain it all back and go back to their normal pattern. A diet should be what is your meal plan that works best for you to keep you at the healthy weight and get all of your nutrients in and keep you healthy and longevity that's a diet a diet is not a quick fix a diet is a, something you shouldn't buy online from somebody you know what to fucking eat you know what to fucking eat why would you go pay someone to tell you what to eat um yeah hope i tell you something peace out